If you are a fantasy author, you've come to the right place. My name is Jesper and uh, together with Autumn, we've published more than 20 books and our aim here is to use our experience to help you in publishing, marketing and selling books to fans all over the world. So today we are going to talk a bit about one of these uh, topics and uh, that is especially around how you should price your book. All right, and uh, for the first time, actually, I think we have a returning guest here on I'm, I'm Writing Fantasy, and uh, I'm talking to Joseph today to help me. So, Joseph, what have you been up to since last time we talked? Hey, thanks, Jesper. I don't think we've talked since I released my sequel, which would have been in September, late September of last year, I released my second book, uh, The New Magic. Yeah, because I think last time we, we talked, you only had the first book out, wasn't it? So I think that's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. We were talking about sales last time. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, so that we did we did that. That's Second books are hard, I think, in a trilogy. So yes. it, it hasn't done as well as we had expected, but there are some some very strange things happening with the numbers that we haven't got figured out yet, and... We recently learned that it was very heavily pirated right at the beginning, um, right at launch. It launched into the top 50 uh, epic fantasy new releases on Kindle, and it got uh, uh, mainstream backing. It got mentioned in like Gizmodo, I think, and I think The Verge and some other pretty big websites. It was, it did, it started off really great, and the the Goodreads reviews are are pretty strong, and there's tremendous number of them, but the Amazon reviews, there haven't been that many, and we're not seeing a lot of sales, but we're seeing a lot more reviews and a much higher percentage of Goodreads reviews than sales, um, and we're seeing a lot of social media traffic as well, but not the sales to back it up, and then we recently found out that it was uh, that it was featured on a, uh, on a on a pretty major piracy site that's since been taken down, so we're, we're kind of recovering from that, but we're fairly sure we got ripped off, so... Um, yeah, it happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, and, yes, it's just it, part of author life. But uh, yeah, it's just it's 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 fine. People are reading it, and that's great. Yeah. Um, so, All right. But it is a second book, and so it's been you know it's a lot darker. It's the second act. It's been getting varied responses from people. It shows the protagonist in a less than flattering light, because in the second in the second book, he tends to uh, in the second act things start to go wrong for him. So. Mm. That's yeah, fine. People like right. to see what we're doing. That it's it's fine. It's All right. Fine. But it's, yeah. It's well, good. I, I hope it'll it'll pick back up for you. But but uh, well, I th I think one of the what we wanted to get into here it was a bit around uh, the pricing because and, and actually this is sort of yeah. a often debated topic <laughs> in yeah, the author community in general. There are those who yeah. swear by that you should price your books cheap. Uh, yep. Because it's an ebook, and others are saying that you are <clears throat> insane if you do so, because uh, books are much are of a much higher value than maybe a dollar or two dollars or whatever. So yep. that's sort of what we want to get into a bit here today, and 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 you have some <clears throat> thoughts on this, I know, Joseph. Yeah, sounds great. So we first started off pricing my first book, Dragon's Trail, at two ninety nine, I think, when it first released back in twenty sixteen, and it did fairly well. And um, at two ninety nine, and then it got like a couple of book bubs at ninety nine cents. Um, got, yeah, it got an international and then a and then a U.S. book bub. 
Um, and after that, I think we raised the price to $3.99 or $4.99. And we found that there was, uh, no, there was no decrease in sales when we did that. And then about a year later, it had kept selling. We had moved the price to $5.99. And I think we sold it $5.99 all through 2018. And it just continued to sell really well at $5.99. And then when we released the second book, when we released The New Magic, we did, a, we did one more $0.99 cent promotion with The New Magic. And I forget who we did it through, but it was... I don't remember who we did it. Anyway, um, and after that, we decided to go for broke, and we raised the prices of both books to nine ninety nine. We understood that if it, you know, if it didn't work, we could move it back to five ninety nine and just call it, you know, and 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 just call it a, a, a marketing exploration. But the damnedest thing happened, which is that after that spike from the ninety nine cent promotion came down, the Sales actually went up at nine ninety nine over five ninety nine, not by much. Couple more books a day, and overall the trend line has been higher at nine ninety nine than it was at five ninety nine. And it's taken us a lot. We've had to do a lot of market research to figure out how this is actually happening. But there were a lot of things going for these books the way that we did them that may not work for other indie authors, but it might work for some if they're following a particular business model. And I think we talked about this last time too on, on Fan of Fantasy that um that I'm not really doing this the way that everybody else is. You know, I my my release cycle is about two years. You know, I put top dollar into cover and editing and uh, you know, typesetting and proofreading and everything. Um and I try to put out books that are comparable and competitive with the books that the big five publishers are putting out. In fact, I just, I just did a book signing at a Barnes and Noble at a fantasy convention a couple of months ago. And the Barnes and Noble staff were looking at my hardcovers and asking who my company, Oxblood Books, they were asking who Oxblood Books was an imprint of. They thought that we were an imprint of a, of a big five mm. publisher. Because <laughs> um, they were turning the book over, they couldn't believe that it wasn't something that was made. Because they've got indie authors in there, you know, uh, doing signings from time to time, I guess. And they were like, "I can't believe this is this is an independent book." I'm like, well, no, it's exactly the same. The only thing we don't have is we don't have like the metal stamped cover, you know, or the or the, or the embossed cover or what have you. Um, but it's you know, we're, so we're putting out a really high quality product, and we put a lot of money into the production value of it. That's kind of the 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 start point with all of this. I think that there's an expectation of a certain level of value and craft at that $10 mark. And something that's really interesting about that is that when we started really getting into it, because I belong to, um, I belong to a number of readers forums and uh, readers groups like on Facebook and stuff. I participate in these groups as a reader and in a lot of these groups, they don't even know that I'm an author. I've never told them. I just, I mean, they're just doing market research, you know, fantasy fans or what have you. And there is a, there's a readership out there that will not buy books under a certain price point. And they are absolutely adamant. They don't read indie fantasy. They just don't. And I'm not saying that they're right for it, but it's, 
it's just really interesting. They, they, you know, we see this divide between indie authors and big five authors. At least it used to be. It's getting fuzzier now. But there's definitely a divide out there between readers of independent fantasy and readers of big five fantasy. And the people who buy, you know, fantasy by household name authors uh, generally are not going to read a 99-cent fantasy or a 299 fantasy or what have you. They don't. And I think to them, the money is not as big of a deal as the time that it takes out of their day. You know, no, they yeah. they care yeah. about 10 bucks. They care about how those four, five, six hours, you know, um, are going to be spent. Are they going to enjoy that time? Because I think that there's a subset of people out there. In fact, I know there is because, frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm one of them. My, my time is worth more than 10 bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, of of course, we have to sort of, uh, let's say, pay respect to to the people of the world who who don't have much money to go by. But but, but that said, said, what what I meant with it was that uh, I just sort of want to preempt what I'm about to say so nobody (laughs) comes at me for it. But my point is just that whether we're selling a book for $1, $2, $5, $10, in, in my mind at least, it is still damn cheap for a book. It, it, it's like $10. It's, it's two cups of coffee or something. You know, yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. But I have to sort of preempt it that I do understand that some people of the world don't have $10 to spend on the book. So, so all respect for that. But, but just in general, at least, uh, I, I don't think that the, that price in itself should make much of a difference as to whether people want to buy a book or not. But where I think it might make a difference is if you are first starting out and you are struggling with actually getting your name out there, yes. uh, a price point of nine ninety nine, I think will work counterproductive for you because it's going to be very, very hard to sell it. But yes. if you already have a, a certain readership uh, following you, then yeah, then I can see it working because then you can push the book to your current readers as well and it'll bump up the rankings on Amazon, etc. And then Amazon will start promoting it for you uh, via the algorithm and so forth. And, and then it might sort of work. Yes, and my first book sold spectacularly, and we were very fortunate. It's got, I think, 120, I haven't looked in a while, 120 or something reviews on Amazon at this point. We've sold, I don't even know, well over 10,000 copies. It's also got, it's received mainstream critical acclaim from, you know, Publishers Weekly, and but yeah, it's a, some big fantasy sites as well. And so it's got that kind of cred behind it, so we can we can push it at $9.99. Mm. And, there's kind of, again, there's a sort of expectation behind it. Did you have yeah. any sort of feedback from your current readers when you raised the price to nine ninety nine? Was there any feedback, anybody complaining about it or anything? No, I got one message on my, uh, on my website from somebody who had misunderstood something that I was saying about marketing earlier when I said I wasn't going to drop my prices again because he then saw it on an, at a 99 cent sale. And I'm definitely going to keep doing that. I mean, if I get a book bug, for God's sake, I'm going to drop my price to 99 cents. I mean, this is kind of what yeah, you do. Of course. But, um, so another thing that has happened that's been really interesting um, about this is that we've seen our paperback orders go up since we pushed the price to $9.99. We're now selling more paperbacks and we're selling, we're also selling hardcovers as well. And we're seeing, uh, we're seeing orders from bookstores, from independent bookstores. And I think that part of that, I think part of what's going on is that, I mean, I know that when I go into a bookstore, if there's a, if there's a book that I haven't seen before, uh, I'll, I'll look it up real fast. You know, I'll, I'll just punch in my phone and look it up. And see, uh, you know, and 
you know, look at reviews and see what the author's about and what have you. And I think that when people do that, uh, and they see that the when they see the book and then they see the reviews and then they see that it's you know it's nine ninety nine for an ebook. I mean, it's seven dollars more for the paperback, yeah. and it's not that big of a deal. If you're gonna spend ten bucks for ten bucks for a book, you're probably gonna spend you know seventeen. I mean, people when people buy a book, you know, they're not they're not just buying something to spend. When people buy an actual hardcover book. You're look. You're buying a work of art that you can also interact with. You know, that's what it comes down to. It's an interactive piece of art. Um, it's not just. It's not just a book. It's not just a story. You know, and so when you give them again, you give them that really nice cover, and you give them that the the, the beautiful typesetting and heavier paper and everything for this. You know, I, I think they'd see the thing in front of them. You know, people like books. I love. You know, I love having a book in front of me, and so I don't know. Again. That's that's just kind of where I'm at with it. And yeah. you talk about people who don't have a lot of money for books, and you know, I was griping earlier about having, you know, having gotten pirated. And for God's sake, if you can't afford one of my books, seriously, if you can't afford one of my books, DM me, just message me. I'll send you a book funnel link, and I'll send you a copy of the book. I have no problem doing that. Just you know, seriously, just don't don't pirate it. Just just let me know. Say, hey man, I'm a student. Hey, I can't afford nine ninety nine for a book, you know. And yeah, I'm more than happy to do that. I have no problem with that. Yeah, that's 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 basically it. And there's no there's no reason to steal anything for God's sake. And, and there's no reason to get pissed off that my books are, are 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 expensive. I'm not trying to be exclusive. I'm not trying to cater to a specific crowd. I just happen to think that you know the amount of work that I put into the books. Again, you know, if it takes you, like you were just saying earlier, yeah, you know, I mean, if it takes you. Uh, takes you four or five hours to read a book. You know, I could I can read a paperback in two three hours. But again, for ten bucks, comes out to five dollars an hour, three dollars an hour. You know, that's not that's 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 fabulous entertainment right there, man. I mean, that's 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 a lot of time that you get for spending that money. And I don't mind buying books because, again, for me, that's 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 money well spent. That's a good use of my time. And yeah. so, and I I think same thing. Right? It takes me two years to write a book. And there's there's a lot of time and a lot of effort involved in that, and I kind of want to recoup that, you know. I mean, yeah. So 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 when when you raised uh, your pricing to nine ninety nine compared to to what you have be had before, how, how long ago is that? You know, how, how much how much data do you have sort of uh, to to deem that it's actually been successful to raise the price? I've got about I think it was about three months ago. Okay, did. so yeah. the last three months have been selling better than on, at the previous price point. It's fallen back to about almost exactly where it was at the previous price point. Um, right, but revenue-wise, it gives more than revenue-wise. It's fantastic. Revenue-wise, it's much better. Yeah, at nine ninety-nine. I mean, you're making you're making seven dollars a book. Yeah. So I mean, if you're selling, you know, you sell five books a day at that. You know, with two books out, you sell you know you sell five books just on Amazon. I don't even know what my numbers look like on the other ones yet because they're they're some of them are net sixty. So I haven't got a, I haven't got a trend line for for the uh, for the other retailers yet. No, no, no. But but it also gives you sort of because you have that higher price point, it gives you a bigger margin that you can play with when it comes to uh, running ads and stuff because you, you can actually spend a bit more and, and still make it profitable. Where uh, those who sell it for two ninety nine, you know, that's a very tough mar uh, marketing budget that you have to 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 spend there. AMS ads were one of the reasons that we considered going to nine ninety nine. Uh, where the Amazon ads, uh, what they call them now, but yeah, yeah they were they were killing us, and uh, and we're now able to compete at a completely different level 
to I'm able to get conversions now, which is really weird. I'm able to get conversions now on some of the top tier keywords out there at 9.99. People won't buy at the exact same ad. All I did was raise the price, and and the 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 click through rate and the conversion rate on the, on premium keywords is is much better at 9.99. Um, and again. We're seeing this primarily for the first book in the series, though, not for the second. And I think that's because it's got, you know, over 100 reviews and it's got, right. it's got, it's got that, it's got the blurbs from, from, from mainstream critics and what have you. So, again, we're able to kind of able to play at that, at, at, at that level. And I think that that's the thing right there that if you want to be doing this, that's the thing you need to be gunning for first. You know, you need to be able to, to, to get that to get that book out there that's going to, you should concentrate not on selling the book at 10 bucks, but on on producing a book and getting it to the point where it can sustain itself at that. I think that's, I think that's, that's, that's more the key than anything else. And it took, I mean, geez, it took almost three years to get, get the book to the point where it can stay afloat at, 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 at this price point. Yeah, that, that, that's, what, that's what I would think as well. You know, that, that if, if you can build the book up so that, it has enough reviews on it. it uh, it's selling well. It sits well in the ranking, and yeah. then you raise the price. Then, then I can see that it could work. Or, or as I said earlier on, if you already have a very established name and you have a big readership already, then you can probably launch it at, at that price as well. But, but yeah, unless you have those things in place, I think my advice to those of you watching and listening would be: don't don't start out by pricing your books at nine ninety nine, thinking that that's then you're going to earn a lot of margin. Which of course you will, but you will sell no books, so you're going to be start right. zero. <laughs> right, and and again, you know, I coming back to I'm trying to say this without getting in trouble with anybody, but coming back to what I see in in these readers forums and looking at what. Looking at what is expected from readers who buy books at ten bucks a pop or more. Now you've got to really have your ducks in a row. And again, if you're somebody they've never heard of, yeah, you really have to have. You've really got to have some kind of, you know, like really some kind of like social proof behind it, right? You've got yeah, to have. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. This is what we've been doing lately, and it seems to be working, you know, fairly well. And you know my rankings aren't great. I mean, I'm hovering probably around anywhere between fifty and hundred thousand on the Amazon rankings. And sometimes, sometimes a day will go by and I'll only sell a couple of books, and it'll fall down into the hundred and fifty to hundred thousand range. And then the next day, we'll sell five, six, ten books, and they'll pop. And you know, and they'll 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 pop right back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, But at at nine ninety nine, you know, like I was saying, I mean, even five books a day uh, is almost a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, it, it, it adds up really fast. Your margins get a lot better at that, at that point. So I don't know, I guess it's a way to do it. And I don't, you know, I have a lot of people asking me all the time for, uh, for advice on, on marketing and advice on writing and advice on, on what have you. And I honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know, <laughs> I just, I, you know, we kind of, you know, my, my wife and I spitball ideas, you know, throwing around and well, maybe this will work. Maybe that'll work. Let's try this. Let's try that. Oh my God, that worked. Oh, who knew? So, and this might, um, you know, this, this might, this might run its course. This could be, you know, I, I keep expecting to wake up tomorrow and sell no books and then sell no books for two weeks and have the thing just have exhausted its market. I, and I don't think that that's what happens, but I'm, I'm totally prepared for that. I just, mm. 
You know, I, I'm prepared for anything that happens, good or bad, in this in this environment because it's just so dynamic. I'm prepared for anything that happens in this environment to be transitory or somehow provisional. And pretty much, I mean, anything that happens can be a fluke. You know, the fact that it's selling at all at $9.99 could be a fluke. It could be just some freak occurrence of, 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 of market placement and, and demographic interest at the moment. You know. Yeah, well, probably not, but 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 I think that the funny thing about um, <clears throat> marketing books and and I mean, of course, you can uh, you can you can watch uh, channels like this one or listen to our podcast and stuff like that. We try to share everything that we learn at least so that other people can replicate it. But but I think apart from that, what what is important to sort of understand is that when you're marketing things, you have to do what you're talking about here. You have to test different theories out and just see what works. Yes. Because uh, as long as you, are, I mean, of course you can, you can do what, like everybody else does. You you can you can run the Amazon ads and uh, and yeah, I th- I think at this point in time at least, if you want to be competitive at Amazon ads, the bits are quite expensive and you have it's to expensive. pay quite a lot, uh, which makes it sort of half pointless for uh, any new authors at least because you don't have the budget to compete. Um, oh, no. about that? I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with you on that one, my friend. All right. Because there's in marketing, there's the concept of a loss leader, right? Where you, you're going to have to spend money at the outset in order to establish your brand, in order to establish yourself. You're going to lose money. Yeah, you're yeah. That's for sure. Money. And, you know, it comes down to it, too. Here in the States, maybe we talked about this last time, you know, but um, I've, I've gotten some flack for how much money we spend producing the books. And, uh, I mean, our launch costs are probably four or $5,000 a book um, by the time everything is, is, is factored in, mm-hmm. um, including all of the, you know, including all of the ads and everything it might be higher than that. And, and while that seems prohibitively high here in America, anyway, the average startup cost for a small business in this country is $25,000 right now. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So, you know, launching a book for $5,000, even with, even, and even the cost of, you know, incorporating, starting your own business, all these things, you know, hiring an accountant, um, hiring your, 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 in my case, you know, business development consultant, hiring a graphic artist, all these things, web designer, all that stuff that it takes to get the, get to actually get your company launched and to, to launch these things, you know, professionally, mm-hmm. the cost of, 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 you know, classes, you know, writing classes or mentorship or, uh, going to writing conventions and getting you know some kind of some kind of study in 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 writing whether it's a whether it's formal education or whether you're self educated you know and and even the investment in yourself the time that it takes to learn you know to actually learn the craft of writing those years that it takes I mean you can still you can still put that into monetary terms if you break it down I don't like to because it depresses me um, <laughs> think about how long and how long of time I put into this but but. Even so, I mean, it's it's a pretty good deal. I mean, launching a book for that amount of money. And the other thing is that you know, even with that twenty five thousand dollar average startup cost here 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 in the states, you know, your business is expected to lose money. It's usually, I mean, it's typical for two to three years to go by before you see a profit. I mean, you operate by taking out loans. I do not recommend that anybody do this when you're launching a book, for God's sake. Don't no, do that. No. Generally, when you launch a small business, you take out you take out loans and you use the loans 
to pay yourself and to pay for your business and keep it afloat until you get the revenue coming in a year or two or three years later. Also, most small businesses fail, but there's this expectation, getting back to AMS ads, Amazon ads, there's this expectation that you're immediately going to start making money as soon as you put your book out there, and that's just not, that's just not how it happens, and I think that when you are building your business model, you need to look at it realistically and realize that, hey, it's going to cost me money to get my book out there, the advertising, the promotion, what have you. I'm going to lose money on this. And there's also another thing that Amazon ads do. If you spend enough on them, and I, I've i done this in the past and I don't do it anymore, but with with AMS ads, you can spend... You can spend a lot of money on AMS ads and get your book way up in the rankings so that people will see it and buy it organically. And then your A cost, your average cost of sale, right? your A cost is going to go through the ceiling. But you're going to be picking up more sales that, that are going to offset that in the long run. Um, because once you get into that top 100 or that top 50 or that top 20 in, in, in your genre and your subcategory, uh, then you're going to improve your visibility and people are going to be just going through They're not going to be clicking on your ads. They're going to just find it on their own. And so there's a model in there as well, but it takes, you're going to, you have to be willing to lose money and to gamble on, on, on doing that. And we've played around with that at cheaper price points uh, and it worked really well. But again, yeah, when you're talking about, you know, talking about $10 a book, then the sale, when you don't get a sale, it can actually, you know, when you you know, okay, so when your sales start to go down, then it starts to actually make a dent. Yeah. And the other th last thing to realize too is that I'm not doing this, you know, I'm not doing this professionally right now. This is not this is not my career. I'm not making enough on this right now to, you know, retire on or what have you. Um, and I think that if I was, I might be going about this a little bit differently. Right now, you know, I've got a I've got a job right now that I really enjoy. And I'm able to do this and, you know, kind of as a as as a as a dedicated hobbyist and and kind of play games with it and see what works and what doesn't so i have a i'm i'm extremely fortunate to be able to do that so again if you're if you're trying to if you're trying to do this and be a full-time author i i would not recommend trying anything that i'm doing right now um <laughs> so means of income I, I just would not recommend doing this so, um. no, I, I mean, I, I think because I, I'm, I'm fully on board with, with the fact that your first book can, can function as a loss leader and, and that sort of thing. But, but the way I view it is that if you sort of scroll back time, maybe a year or two, you could place bits on Amazon ads that would actually get your sales directly that were perfectly reasonable bits. You know, maybe you could bid like 20, 30 cents per click and you would get the right. sale. Uh, nowadays, if you want that sale, you need to bid maybe close to a dollar, which oh, is just, in all honesty, unless you have a pri high price point, like, like $9.99 for a book, if you're selling it for $2.99 or $0.99, cents, I mean, of course, you can take a loss leader, but, but most people who's just starting out, they cannot sustain spending $3,000 a month on Amazon no. ads and, and no. get $100 in return in sales. No, that's just not working. It's absolutely not. Absolutely not. You you absolutely can't. And and you're right. And there are there are premium keywords out there right now. I mean, I think Game of Thrones is going for I mean over two dollars yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, you know, and with the new bid structure as well, where it can plus up your bid by up to what a hundred percent. You know, you could be paying you could be bidding three dollars on that, which is yeah. just and that's, 
insane. That is insane. I mean, even at nine ninety nine, if you're bidding three bucks, I mean, you're going to need damn near a fifty percent conversion rate on your click throughs uh, to make that. I don't know anybody. That's not going to happen. No. no, no. I just, I just don't. I mean, maybe somebody out there is doing it. For God's sake, if you are, man, contact me. I will hire you to write my uh, to 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 write my copy. So but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think everybody would. Get <laughs> me up. My yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, All right, but but I think for, for me the main because Autumn and I have also been debating sort of the price point for for our future books, and and we all we also gonna sort of crank up the prices a bit compared to what our previous book sells for. But uh, but I think for me the, the key takeaway for, for those watching and listening is, is really that um, that this might be a, a strategy worth considering once you have a bit of credence to your name and, and you, you are, you're selling a certain amount of books already. And then sort of don't sort of just fall into the trap of thinking, well, I've always sold, sold at $4.99, so I should probably just continue doing that because apparently yeah. I'm selling. You know, try testing out and do what Joseph had done here. Try to crank up the price and see what happens. You can always lower it again, but yeah. if it keeps selling at a higher price, well, you, you'd be stupid not to do it, right? So uh, for me, I think that's the, that's the takeaway here. Yeah. All right, cool. Is there anything else we need to cover, Joseph? Yeah, actually, I just remember that one of the catalysts for pushing the price up was that Goodreads gave it a really high ranking on its Hugo recommendations list. Oh, cool. um, and when that was happening, um, our sales were doing really well. And again, it gave it that that kind of credibility. Again, when you when you when you went and clicked on it, when you did a Google search for it, it popped up. And I think it ended up at like number twenty five on Goodreads Hugo recommendations list, right. um, which was just phenomenal. So again, that kind of that kind of uh, that that verification, that validation, you know, I was in there too. Yeah, so basically, if something like that happens, then that could also be a trigger whereby you should think, maybe I'm just going to raise the price for a while here just to see, because, you know, if you're getting credence like that, that, that that's going to help, right? So Yeah, yeah, and I just, I, sorry, I'm sorry, I just remember that that was, that was one, of the, one of the things that we were like, you know, let's, let's see what happens. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. cool. Jesper, it was fantastic, man. Thank you. It was great talking to you. It was great talking to you, Joseph. So uh, I, I wish you best of luck continuously with selling books at nine ninety nine, and hopefully you're going to get a lot of revenue from that. Yeah. I hope. Thanks a lot, Joseph. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. Take care.